Hey lady, it's Dr. Dom here. If you like this show and you want to make your own, let me tell you about the free platform Anchor. It's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You can add songs from Spotify and create any type of content that you are looking for. Anchor will distribute it all for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. On this week's episode in her space. One, Black people, especially women and, you know, Black men and women being overly sexualized just naturally. Yep. Like we're... We never fetish- was able to own our bodies. We're know? fetishized by other races and people just in general and even just like within ourselves we fetishize like hood niggas or you know whatever or like you know light-skinned girls you know Mm -hmm. things like that welcome to her space a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you we're your hosts dr dominique broussard a college professor and psychologist and terry lomax a techie and motivational speaker In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. Today, for the first time in her space, we have two very special guests at once. These ladies will empower you to free yourself and your cheeks. We have sister duo Breezy and Bobby, founders of Free the Cheeks Twerk Church. Free the Cheeks is a high energy twerk class focused on creating a safe environment where women reconnect with self, support one another, and are free from social stigmas placed on twerking and women's bodies. But don't get it twisted, though. These sisters are straight healers. Breezy is a certified massage therapist and doula, and Bobby is a certified massage therapist and web designer. Breezy and Bobby, welcome to the show. Thank you. Terry. I like that intro. That was fire. She went in on (laughs) (laughs) Really did the research. You feel me? You know. You know. I appreciate y'all. We got to show y'all love. We have to. And so we're going to start off with our quote of the day which usually kind of guides our conversation for today. If any female feels she needs anything beyond herself to legitimate and validate her existence, she is already giving away her power to be self-defining her agency. And that comes from bell hooks. And I already see you nodding your head. Like you're like in it. Yeah. Who is that? Bell Hooks is a feminist, um, black a black woman. woman. Yes. Okay, I yes. knew it. Mm-hmm. If you see her quotes or see her, you'll be like, oh, I know who she is. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. No, that's true. That's true. All right. So for the listeners that are not familiar with your movement, let's just get started. How would you describe Free the Cheeks? Because we know what it is. Because Dom and I, we've been. We, yeah. we freed our yeah. cheeks. We know what it's like. So explain that to our listeners. We have a global audience. So you have women that are in, I mean, every country, literally. Countries every we continent. Never been in. Every continent we, we're touching right now. So yeah. let them know what is Free the Cheeks and then what inspired you to found that sisterhood? Free the Cheeks is, it's not just a class. Um, it's a space to basically be free and be wherever you are. 
um, how, however you are and not feel guilty or uncomfortable in that, um, to feel safe in that. And also to connect. It's a connecting space where so many women meet each other and build friendships and sisterhoods outside, even outside of our class. Um, Twerk church. It's real church. Yeah. It's like a church. Mm-hmm. Like when you go to church. We and call you, it service and everything. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing, but mm-hmm. it's just in a different form. Um, mm-hmm. It's community. It's love. It's um, healing. All the things you would find in a church or what you would expect from a church. It's, that's what our class is like. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just to set the vibe, like, lady, if you've never heard of them or been to the, you know, the service, it's like, it's not just like, oh, we hear shaking ass, like yeah. Breezy and Bobby, they, they sage the room, they clean the floors. Yeah, I mean, it's like a whole vibe. Sad. Yeah. It's like a whole vibe. It's just positivity, no yeah. judgment. Tom, what do you think? Cause we, we had a ball when we went. I did. And I think what it really did for me was reminded me about my sensuality and knowing that there's a difference between sensuality and sexuality. And so can y'all talk to us a little bit about what that difference is? Yeah, I feel like sensuality is every woman's birthright. Like we all have the power within us to be sensual. And that's something that you don't have to be like, you don't have to engage in with someone else to Sexuality isn't either because you could engage with yourself and do that too. But what I'm saying is like sensuality is for self and it's not all the time. It's not about sex. It's just about, it's an, it's an energy, it's the essence. And I think that women are able to tap into that. It's, it's like a, it's a, um, I like, a, I feel like it's like a, it's an energy. And I feel like women have the ability to tap into that whenever they feel necessary, but due to like societal, you know, oppression mm-hmm. with society and patriarchy and they fear of woman, women. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with them. I do though. It is powerful to think that, damn, these women can do all this without a man. But you know, if you are, if you're in a healthy space as a man, you can really sit back and appreciate that. But a lot of men aren't, you know, in a healthy space. You know, a lot of things we do go against nature, which naturally goes against women because women are kind of like the most natural thing next to God. If you ask me, I feel like we right up there. And so I feel like what happened is that um, our sexual sensuality became demonized. And I feel like uh, it's it's nothing, you know, nothing bad about it, but there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with it. But due to men not being able to control that, they demonized that and made it like it's something bad. So a lot of times we don't tap into that, but it's a power, it's an energy that's yours, you know? And I'm glad that you, you know, got reminded when you came into Free the Cheeks. So when I think about the work that you do and what I was taught or misled to believe about sensuality growing mm-hmm. up, um, there's a major conflict within me. And so I found out about your class because I've, I've been taking pole dancing and random twerk classes <laughs> just to dibble and dabble for a few years. And my husband saw it on social media. He was like, oh, you would love this. Yeah, so he, yeah, he sent yeah. it to me and I was like, oh, this is right up my alley. Yeah. But at the same time, there's like part of me that enjoys that and I feel so free and I and I embrace it but there's another part where I'm like I'm conflicted and I saw something that you posted on social media where a woman had commented about how she felt about the work that you do Mm -hmm. and it summed up so perfectly like what the conflict was within me so I want to read that quote and then talk about the sensuality yeah so she said I love Free the Cheeks so much. In full transparency, I struggle with shame. Every time they post a video, I feel conflicted. Her gifts and talents speak to me and challenge what I've been programmed to believe. I think it's beautiful. And I was just like, damn. And it makes me think like, what were we taught about sensuality growing up? Because I know I was introduced to sex and sensuality in a perverted manner. Yeah. You know, being not a, for you first. Not for me first. Like being a victim of, you know, being molested yeah. when I was younger. It was like anything related to sex and sensuality, it's bad. Yeah. Don't. Don't do it. Don't embrace it. So what were we taught about that growing up? 
I think a lot of it is, and I think it's generational things too. It is. I don't even think it just started with like us as being kids. And, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with one, black people, especially women and you know, black men and women being overly sexualized just naturally. Yep. Like we're we never fetish- was able to own we're, our bodies. We're know? fetishized by other races and people just in general. And even just like within ourselves, we fetishize like hood niggas or, you know, yeah. whatever, or like, you know, light skinned girls, you mm-hmm. know, things like that. That's Everything true. is we're so fetishized. Um, so I think that with that comes protection, like wanting to protect like our families, our kids, our daughters. So instead, and we don't really have the tools to really be like, this is what I'm doing and I want to protect you. So it's just like, no, we oppress. Right. Yeah. Because that's what, you know, it's like, if you suppress it, then people won't see it and they won't even bother you at all. And you don't have to deal with that because we're also just used to having to always like react versus like just being who we are. In addition to that though, I feel like being that we, since we were always so sexualized, we were never able to own our bodies. And so a lot of us didn't know what that looks like or what that feels like. And so generations of us never tried to get to it, you know, cause we never had the space to, I really feel like now is a really powerful time to be alive. And I feel like now we can actually like, just through like, you know, just us evolving from like, uh, spirit into spirituality and like tapping into self. That's only something we can do because our ancestors came before us and whatever they did, man, they laid out a, a format that now allows us to be able to even tap into self. You know, we couldn't do that before because like Bobby said, we were always under attack, you know? And so we just did whatever we could to protect us at the time, but we didn't know what that looks like. And I feel like now we're defining what that looks like. You know, like we doing what our ancestors couldn't do. Like I'll be telling people when y'all come to class, don't just twerk for you. Think about your granny and them, your auntie and them, everybody who wasn't able to do this, you know, because it wasn't a safe enough space. And then I think on the other uh, side of that is how powerful like sexuality and sensuality is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a scary thing. It's very scary. And I think that men get like really intimidated by it. One and other women, too, because they're like, what is going on? Like, what is happening? What is this? Why do you think it's scary? I think I think because it's something that's powerful. And I think that a lot of people will have turned it into like a taboo, like even sex. Like it's just a natural thing. It's literally how you create a life. Like I don't even understand why sex is such a like, you know, and it's because I think, too, because we've like basically kind of like drop the value or not even value. I can't, I'm trying to think of the right word, but we've kind of devalued sex and made it just like a casual kind of thing. And that's, it's not like you're literally combining energy with somebody and sharing everything of yourself with another person. You know, we still have that in us that it is something, a big thing, but because like, you know, social media or like TV and all this stuff have made it just this casual, like, yeah, let's yeah. Up, whatever kind of thing that it has become like, oh, you're a slut. If you do anything that can indicate that you are a sexual person, right. Or, um, or you, you're a hoe or whatever. And so it's just interesting, like, you know, and it's, it's part of why we have all these, you know, all this stuff going on with all these movements and all people feeling like this isn't, you know, like, I don't feel good in my body yeah. or I want to be like, I'm not fun. who I truly am or, you know, I feel suppressed and all this stuff. So, yeah, I it's think due to trauma. I'm kind of. No. And I think like you were saying, like that suppression, a lot of it has to do with trauma. A lot of it has to do with that need to protect. Yeah. And and then when I think about it, too, I also think about. Our ancestors and our elders Find, like 
respond in ways based on what they know and what feels comfortable. And so when they see us embracing our sensuality and they conflate sensuality with sexuality, then their trauma gets brought up and then that need to protect. Mm -hmm. And they're like, we have to shut this down because then if you're confronting your stuff, it's making me look at my shit. That's painful. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us, us don't want to feel pain because we in pain 24-7. We're in America to be black. You're stressed out all the time. That hurts. You know? Yeah. It hurts. And people don't hold space for us, which is why we do what we do. The way we do Free the Cheeks is for a reason. is to combat all that bullshit. Like, we always bring it back to honoring self. Because I think that's what doesn't happen. Even with like a lot of women that I know, the way they lost their virginity was not in the way that they like now that they're older, they'd be like, man, I wish I would have, you know, they weren't taught to honor self. They wish they would have waited. They wish they would have held their pussy in a higher regard. You know, they wish they would have chose a better nigga. It's just shit like that, that I feel like is a result of me taking ownership over this person. You know, so if I'm, if Bobby's, if this is my slave little woman, or this is, you know, these people, you know, I'm, your sensuality ain't yours. You just supposed to keep breeding for me. You supposed to be there for me. And I feel like black women have like, oh my God, like we're just very powerful. Black women salute to us. Cause it's like, we deal with so much. Um, and it's not, it doesn't look like that anymore, obviously. But, uh, I just feel like the way that we, we deal with like, I wasn't even mad at the lady. That's why I'll never get mad at none of the, o- the OGs when they be on there, you know, cause I understand. I know what's up. Like, I know, like, I know what's up. Like a lot of them ain't never had an orgasm. You know, a lot of them have never been honored. They ain't never been in their body. They couldn't, you know? So I don't know. It's just like, I don't even be mad at them. I just want them to see, like, I just shift, like try to shift the perspective and let them know, you know, how we feel a little bit. Like, did you see the other lady on Free Cheeks? Which one? The one she left the comment. Why are young African-American women? You ain't seen that one? I had to get her. Let me go get But I ain't get her like that. I got her in a very, you know. Just letting her know. I've seen, that's actually one thing I wanted to talk about too. I've seen comments when you first started where people were just so nasty and just so um, judgmental. And I think back to, again, childhood and what we were taught about sensuality. In my mind, I'm like, why the fuck did we as children have to be careful of what we wore and how we showed up for grown ass men? Why did we have to, why did we have to do that? And they couldn't control their urges. You know what I mean? Because we're always taught, oh, make sure you don't, don't wear your chest out, cover your butt up. But it's like, I can't just show up and be who I am because these men can't control themselves for some reason our people like back then like not for some reason it makes sense they the black family was really important to them and they wanted to keep that no matter what you know like at the end of the day they was like okay we being attacked by white folks but we here nigga you know like that togetherness we was never able to have that like they like you know fucked up our families for real so like you know you want to maintain that and a lot of times niggas is toxic everybody got issues you know and they not dealt with you know and so it's like instead of them they don't know how to go to the nigga and say, hey, bro, mm-hmm. I seen you looking at our daughter. It's unacceptable. And you need some help you or like some something. You know what what I mean? is going up, coming up for you? You exactly. know, exactly what happened to you? Yeah. yeah. Nobody's ever asking mm-hmm. that. And we live in this patriarchal society where it's supposed to be about what men want and responding to how men behave. And so really, instead of, well, yeah, it's a yes and. So. Yes, we approach the men who are behaving inappropriately, call them to task, then get them the help that they need. But then in order to stop the cycle, we also engage our young boys in conversation as well. And 
socialize our young boys to not only appreciate and respect women, but to appreciate and respect themselves. Thank you. Thank you. And so if we if we work, so if we're working with young boys, then it stops the cycle from continuing. And so then I think about so you all work with female body people. Oh, yeah. What about we're not even touching on little boys. Boys are molested and raped just as much as young girls, especially young black boys. And there's no space for not even especially, but just boys in general. I know. I know them. We I know the predators whole running home baseball teams and things like that for little Mm -hmm. boys. So, I mean. It's like it's not even just a like we think I think a lot of times we get wrapped up, too, in thinking like you know, or, or not even hype, like hyper focus, but we focus on like, cause I'm a woman. So this is who I can touch, but we're not even thinking about the other co- side of that coin of like the men too, you know, or we think like just these, like all these women issues, but like men, they got their stuff too. And just because we're put in different, we've get, we're, we've been given different roles in society. Don't mean that we all shouldn't be, you know, looked at and, uh, you know, dealt with and helped and touched or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, so I'm clarify that the pedophile is no longer running baseball teams because that would be havoc. He's not. He is. He went to jail and hell is she? Mm-hmm. Old pervert. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy, and I think when when I see you two and I see you like doing the work that you do, I see a freedom that I was not taught, and I want to know like where did that come from for you? Like where did you? What were you taught about sensuality and owning your body and like? to even create a movement like this, because it's still something that I, I think now that I see it more and I'm like, there's as many Saturdays as I can go to the class, I see it. And it's not a shock when I see twerking or I see some ass cheeks or, you know what I mean? Oh, I see that it's not yeah, programming. It's like, program. this is, you know, like this is not a bad thing. Like this is yeah. good for us. What, what were you taught to make you get to that place? My mom, uh, let, like my mom grew up, she was actually sexually assaulted too as well and molested. And um, my mom was never the type that, See it every generation, it gets a little different, you know? And so as a res- since my mama was like, you know, abused, my grandmother didn't really listen to her. And she'd be like, Oh, I don't, you know, she, she tell her like, Oh, she don't know if she making stuff up. Same stuff that we get back, kick back from that o- older generation. And as a result, my mama, you know, like being a kid, you know, and feeling that she's like, I just know I would never do that to my babies. My mama knew from jump. She was the only kid for a long time for, I think what, how old is Michi? They her and her brother have a big age gap, Michi's but she was the 20- only kid. 20. Yeah, my mom was like 40 something. So she was a whole adult by the time her little, my mama and my grandma was pregnant at the same time. So <laughs> shout out to black wombs. Um, so yeah, uh, as a result, you know, my mama feeling that she was like, I'm never doing that to my baby. She knew from her being the only kid that she was going to have hella daughters. I'm not hella daughters, hella kids. And, um, she got a bunch of girls. She had one boy first and then the rest after that was girls. Yeah. And my mama never made us never made us and i'm i'm sure it's cuz it's what she went through you know she never made us feel like our sensuality was was a sin or like us being just little girls she never made us feel like oh that's too tight or you know she always she always hold the perverse accountable cuz it didn't happen with her you know so if it's some perversion going on she definitely going to take it to the root and not not no not no kid she don't play that she a warrior and we been dancing like that even at family reunions like like the OG our family i don't know we we didn't get down like that 
like like at the family reunions and we don't got we got OGs everybody's all together and you just dance and it just it's, we just naturally dance that way you know and so it was never like oh look at them you know everybody be like get it get it everybody dancing that's what happens but the perversion comes in when I think um I don't know like you the internet got some crazy stuff going on. I wouldn't even just say white people but white people definitely like you know are hella perverted and then like with what come when religion comes into the picture and just even how women are introduced into like if we go off christianity because we can talk about i like, mean in all religion women exactly are put to the back burner or and made to that is like these kind of basically like servants or something or just well also the people who brought man, like even uh, in religion i mean but we, we're the ones who religion. brought like in christianity for example like eve you know she's considered like Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, so they introduced us as that and you have that programming, you know, so then of course you're going to have a view that women, women's bodies are like, you know, only for sexual use. Like that's how you were introduced. If if you follow in that religion, you've been brought up in that, you know, we can't even fault the OGs. I mean, when you say that, like I think about, and this is completely off topic, kind of, sort of, but like breastfeeding mm-hmm. and the issues that come up in families where men will experience like jealousy because when the woman is breastfeeding the child and and then the idea of breastfeeding looked at as a perversion to do in public spaces but it's because we've been socialized and conditioned to look at our bodies always in a sexual way when breastfeeding is one of the most natural things you can do you are literally feeding your body produces it. So how, why would, if my body naturally do this, why would I take your thoughts? You, you know, you just a regular, regular person. My body naturally produces this for my baby. And you're going to tell me that it's not, you know, it's not good. For, it's not good for what? I guess the people to see, like, that doesn't make sense. It's not, it's not good for my baby. It obviously, it's obviously helping my baby, but that's because they have a skewed view of like what women are for, like what our existence. They think they just, we just here to, to get fucked by them. I guess that's what they think. They think our bodies belong to them. And that's the only way you could pervert breastfeeding. Cause you think about you sucking my nipple. What is the problem? Exactly. What's the issue? Exactly. They produce milk. And as we're talking about body parts, We already use the word pussy. And so I want us to go back to that word. Mm -hmm. And how do you all in in your classes, in your life, like when you're engaging with people, how do you get women to be comfortable with that? Put it in their face. You got to put it in their face. You got to literally. You know what's weird is because like vagina like literally means like sword holder. Or like, yeah. that's what vagina means and people are so comfortable with using vagina when it literally means like to like basically like something that holds a sword like this is a penis garage basically basically. a penis garage that is wild i need to do my research on that because that's wild i have never people it's so trippy when you know that and you hear people like people some people in class would be like even if we say i'm pussy they'll be like vagina like they'll try to think that they're being more proper or like Mm -hmm. you know whatever and it's like Wow. you cursing it okay yeah don't do that wow. so we just reclaim it like, I mean, I, and I used to do that I used mm-hmm. to like I'm one of those people who used to be very uncomfortable with like saying words like dick mm-hmm. and pussy like I just felt very like yeah. those are like, some beautiful like, words yucky like you know those are some beautiful words like, um, we had so, to reclaim that just like we reclaim nigga 
you know, black people, we just do what we do. So the thing is, what we do is we hold space around the womb. Y'all know how it go. And free the cheeks, the womb is the most important thing ever. It's the reason we're all in this room together, you know? And so we try to reclaim it. And pussy is the most beautiful word ever. Just like just saying it sounds so lovely, like the vibration emits, you know? It shocks people. Motherfuckers be like, oh, did they just say yes, we did. We did, you know? And I've realized that like um the way that we hold space matters. And like when people realize like, cause you know, you only usually hear pussy with like niggas be like, I want some pussy or yin yang twins, pop that pussy. That's the only way you hear it. You've never heard it like free cheeks say it, you know, and it's like, damn, these women uplifting us and they saying pussy shit. I'm going to say it, you know? So I think that's, that, that helps. Cause it's like, we reclaim it. Like, again, like the word pussy, I feel like belong to men, you know, to be like, it's something that belongs to us. But the word, like it was, they was only the ones, they were main, mainly the people who used it. Women never used, they were shamed, you know? I remember growing up and, and Bobby, you're wearing a Prince t-shirt and it made me think about Prince has a song called Pussy Control. And I ain't heard that. In the song, like basically he's like writing the script, like telling us that like we need to reclaim it, that we I need to recognize yeah. our power. Yeah. And he gives a couple of examples of women who kind of lost that power mm. or never never realized that power into and then they eventually did like through the lyrics of the song like he explains how to tap into it and get that control i love yeah, prince he a real one a real nigga gonna empower you for real like ain't nobody we we do be having free cheeks haters but i'm like if you hating on us this is you you ain't tapped in with self because a real man gonna want his woman to be in tune with herself on all levels because that's ain't gonna do nothing but make him better you know, you. go hand in hand. Prince of real when he was so comfortable in self, like, yes. but you know. And when you're comfortable in self, you are okay with other people being comfortable yes. with self. So that goes back to what you were Boy saying trigger. that a lot of, a lot of us are walking around unhealed. Trigger. 24 yeah, seven. That's, you know, that's we still don't school, shoot up schools though. And that's why too, um, when I read like the comments and stuff, I really don't take that stuff personal because it's like a lot of it is just like doing something to other people internally. And that it it's needs to forcing them to have to look at yeah. what's going on within them. And like we can project like in the, in the Internet. That's all people do is project all day long. They mm-hmm. go comment on other people's lives and be like, you know, telling they and it's like, how would you know that? You know, absolutely nothing about these people like, you know, or this this event. You've never been there. You never seen that person in real life. You never had a conversation with these people. So how can you just like spew whatever your opinion is and yeah. think, believe that it's fact? Yeah. But it's because it's whatever is going on with you and you really just talking to yourself. And unfortunately, it comes from niggas the most. I'm like, damn, it just shows so? how much work we got. Oh, yeah. Black people hate on free the cheeks the most, but it's because they the most triggered. Like nobody's validating us. So I'm not even surprised, you know, like they more they more accepting of a white girl twerking. Oh, uh, true. You know? I know. They're even more like, accepting. Oh, she to the cookout because she twerking. That too. Wait, what? But even they're even more accepting of a gay black man twerking than a black woman. Mm-hmm. I don't know what y'all issue is with black women. You know, I think I do know what it is. I do know what it is. You know, we the end all be all. Not trying to toot our own horn, but, you know, beat, beat. You know, and it just is what it is. So I, I think that that kind of upsets, like, you know, upsets people. And it's like, I think a, a lot of people feel comfortable getting like, like, uh, 
like you said, we bring up things in people. So a lot of women don't get along. We know that. That's why we do Free the Cheeks. We do that sister struggle. It's so important because it's important to get in there and let people know this is not a competition. This is your sister. If one fuck up, we all fuck up. You know, it's not like I look better than next. You at your level, she where she at, you know? And a lot of, we have to like hammer that in ASAP because me and Bobby, you know, we sisters, it we were taught that too. My mama, she never put us against each other. You know, we, she light, I'm dark. My mama treated us both the same, you know? And a lot of, it's so perfect. I'm glad it's like that too. Like, I'm glad that you're a light skin person. I'm a brown skin person. Cause women have issues with that too. So when they come into the space and they see that it's powerful, you know, it's powerful. That, but also let's talk about body type. Cause I know even for me personally, depending on where, how hormonal I am, how I'm, am I feeling myself one day? I might walk into the space and I know that you all set the tone where it's like non-judgmental. Yeah. It doesn't matter what size you are, what shape you are, you are invited and you are celebrated. Mm-hmm. But for the women that are uh, maybe insecure yeah. because they see, oh, her body, you know, her body looks so amazing. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm lacking in this area. How did, like, is that something that you all have ever struggled with and how did you combat that? And if not, what do you say to women who are just really insecure with their own self? Um, well, I mean, everybody's always like, my body don't move like breezies. And I'm like, my booty don't move like breezies. Like, I, I don't, don't even know, know that I will like ever that. get to that so point. So they put it on okay? camera. <laughs> my booty... It's little booty, okay? Don't really do all that. <laughs> but and that's what we say. That's the main, the main reminder. And so we also yeah. will use ourselves like, look, Bobby has no butt. And Bobby okay? be killing shit. Bobby has no butt. <laughs> it's not about the size. So it has nothing to do with that. And then it's also just really important to know that you don't you're not supposed to look like anybody Thank else. Thank you. You like we get so wrapped up in trying to I need to do it like that. And so anytime we're in classes, like anytime I'm teaching, I'm like, do what you feel and you are not supposed to look like me. I'm not here to teach you how to dance like me. I'm trying to help you just open up within yourself. Like, it's not about you looking like somebody else or looking like the people on Instagram that you see, you know, doing whatever they do that everybody's different. And it's not supposed to be the same. Like, this is the whole thing. We have these like ideas that everything is supposed to be this one way. And there's this structure of how life should go and what family structure should look like and what you should look like and how people should look. It's all this like one idea and it's like that is so not real yeah yo, yo it's sh- a lie and like the more that we can get people to see that that's that's not real then we can get people to just open up and then you feel just regular and just like in yourself versus being like yeah I don't look like her. we gotta remind like, people. other people i'll be telling this is what i tell niggas look look you got society telling you 24 7 that you ugly you know, you got society telling you that you're not enough. Why would you then turn around and pile on to that? You know, it's like, I, and it's good when you bring it back to kids. It, it, cause we all just big kids walking around. But if you, this, it happened to me too. Um, you gotta, you gotta kind of bring that childhood energy back. Cause when you, it's innocent, right? And when you think of children, you think of innocence. And so what I say is like, you know, you gotta talk to yourself how you would talk to, you know, uh, uh, your daughter or like your little cousin or something. And then that, I don't know, it does something. Cause you really think back, you go back in your mind. You think when you was a kid, like, damn, if me as a grown person, if I was talking to myself as it, it hurts, you know, but you know, we think just cause we big, we big and we adults and we grown that we still not them kids. And you know, that, that, that we could just take abuse. Yeah. Or that is even if it's, even if it's okay doing it to adult. ourselves. Yeah. And it's like, it's never been okay. And so we always got to bring it back to like honoring self. That's what we always got to do. We're um, lacking. Yeah. We lack right. 
self-compassion. Yes. And so it's about bringing in yeah. that self-compassion. Yeah. That's what I be having to tell. That's what it is. That's the only thing it is. And once, once you get there, they, they can, it's, it's not like, Oh, they just love themselves after that. It's not like that. It's they, process. it's a process. Yeah. Exactly. But just that little just switch, they be like, Oh shit. You're right. You know, I wouldn't talk to a little kid like that. I wouldn't talk to, you know, so I'm not going to talk to myself like that. And it is, it's a struggle. I still do it too. So, you know. I love that though. I think it's a lifelong journey and I love just the vibe in the class when you get there. It's just like, we're celebrating everyone. Like you, you know, even when we have our sister circle at the end, you're like, it's not about you twerking right now. We're celebrating the women in the middle to give them love, to show them love and respect. I keep hearing you all reference this sister circle. Mm -hmm. Can you talk to us a little bit more about like what happens in that sister circle? We laugh, we cry. We There's basically (laughs) about three different circles. We start, so Okay, we also have an altar set up. If I didn't mention that earlier, we set up an altar. We clean the floors. We clean the space before we start. Mm-hmm. And then before we even start class, we sit in a circle and we talk. And that that act alone, people be like, I'm a powerful bitch. These motherfuckers have <laughs> cleaned up for me. You know, they making the space clean. Like, you know. So, and our prompt is usually something along the lines of like, name, your sign. And then we'll have something that either something that is resonating with us that day or just mm-hmm. something simple like we, something, sometimes we go how you feeling or, or how you know something based vibes. around the environment mm-hmm. or things like that based around whatever is going on and that really opens up the space mm-hmm. because if you get if you know something about somebody then you feel more connected mm-hmm. to them and you feel more comfortable in a space with somebody versus mm-hmm. just walking into a dance class and you just look around like Oh, I guess we just finna start dancing. There's like, no community in that. Yeah, there's no community in that. There's no um, comfortability in that. There's no. There's no you in that. Yeah, like it's not. It's you're just, not. A, you're just a number. Exactly. You know, you don't really matter. And we felt um, that that's why we had to do free cheeks the way that we did it because we both started off uh, going to dance classes. And like I've always been able, like I've been like the dancer of the family. Bobby can dance too, but she's shy. You know, like I'm type of mom, like, Brazy, get out there and do that dance. And it's me. And then Bobby would be, she'll burst out in tears. I do not you know? consider myself a dancer. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah. I really don't. She She's also done. I feel like Bobby, her pole work, I feel like that's like, you're twerking uh-huh. crazy. And then Bobby, like it's the pole her. and sensual, I feel like I, I've I, been seeing them videos. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I want to teach me how to do that, Bobby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. I just signed up for a pole class too. Really? I haven't touched a pole in like a year and a half. Really? I'm scared. Get I'm out. really scared. It's that, been a while. Like, it's be so <laughs> terrible. <laughs> but you're going to be fine because your body memorizes the yes, exactly. Like You get that muscle memory. And mm-hmm. so like, even with, with twerking, like our body, if we teach our bodies to move in certain mm-hmm. ways, we'll develop that muscle memory yes. and it'll yep. start to become natural. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I and it's so much healing in that, bro. Like movement is medicine. Niggas don't even know. Like there's like we store like stress in the body, you know? Trauma. A lot of in women our bones. in our in bones, our muscles, in everything. our wounds. You know, women hold a lot of you always see women with that kangaroo pouch. We all our trauma shit, it goes to where our wounds are, you know? And when we move that, like women be sweating harder than they ever sweated, ever. And it's like, duh. You you it's it's literally where where everything is. And in the gym, they don't honor your body. You know, they not they not setting up stuff. Oh, this is for women to move this, you know, the womb, uh, something to strengthen the womb. They don't have that, you know. So it's like, of course, you're going to sweat 10 times more. Of course, you're going to feel like you get more of a workout because you actually listening to it. You're not treating yourself like a robot or like, I don't know, the gym. I'm not really a fan of it. Come to free the cheeks. <laughs> That's so, <true>. um, <laughs> so then our second circle is the um, closing 
twerk circle. Mm -hmm. Um, And this circle is basically every woman gets a chance to freestyle and do her own thing and gets the spotlight, basically. And everyone around her is celebrating celebrating her and pumping her her up and Mm -hmm. like cheering her on and just like encouraging her her. and validating her. All that good stuff. That we don't do. And um, usually how we'll go, we'll call out birthdays first. So if Mm -hmm. it's like somebody's birthday, they'll go first. We'll put on birthday music, whatever. We go through every single person until everybody gets a turn and yeah. nobody can skip the circle. Yeah. And we shut shit like, down. If people try to skip the circle, shut, yeah. we pull you in. Get we gonna, pulled, Everybody's going to crowd around you. Like we just make sure that everybody feels good and that they're like open. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the last and then we'll do a, like a full everybody just dances. They, everybody just freestyles and everybody get their cameras out or whatever if they want to, you know, and record themselves and their friends or, you know, wherever they over by, stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it's just so cute to see so many like women are just so cute because it, <laughs> it just is so innocent and it's just so pure, like, mm-hmm. you know, to see that. Mm-hmm. And, and they never get to break out like that. Right. You know, we literally walk like, I don't know, y'all. If you notice a pervert, man, you know you don't want your cheeks jiggling, your titties yeah, bouncing. Exactly. We we have so much like, bruh, we don't that we don't even think about mm-hmm. everyday shit. Like you trying not to draw attention to yourself, you know. Yes. And it's like at free cheese, you're like, damn, y'all want me to just, you know, go out there and go. And they they do. Even when you go out dancing, like I can never go to the club and do what I do yeah. on my cheeks. Like it's not a they safe space. They objectify you. It's like, perverted. It's like I'm not even doing it for that. But the freedom that I get there and how sexy and sensual I feel, I feel like I go home different. I'm able yeah. to do stuff at home I'm just like you know what I mean I got this from the class it's really good and and uplifting one thing you talked about though was that um that sacral chakra area so let's talk about like how is how is it how is that healing for us when we've experienced trauma like what does that do for us I guess and what have you heard from other women who've come to the class um I think it's uh because what we do is we never me and Bobby are never like uh like our church is a little different because you know you go to church and them pastors they you know to put the money in the pot you know, they want the money and they want the glory. Me and Bobby don't want that. We just, we want women to feel that. Like our whole thing is for you to come to Free the, H, Free the Cheeks, feel joy, feel love, feel like you have community, feel like you you are in tune with, you know, closer to self. May not be as, as close as you'd like to be, but just back to self, just to put you back in the present in your body. We just want people to have that for self and then radiate that, you know? So it's like, you feel good and all that. And then I feel like once you go about your day, you're going to be on 10, you know, cause you, you created that vibration. So one thing about us is like, we, we really try to give people their power back. Cause that's all the world does is take, take, take all day, every day, even with shit that come up on your feet, how they do on the phones. Now they want, they want to know what you interested in. So something you, we could be talking about something and then it'll pop up later on my phone. Cause they know we was talking about it. You know, mm-hmm. everything is trying to sell you something. Everything is trying to take you further away from self. So with free cheeks, we just try to bring you back to self. And then once you're there, you can, there's, it's infinite possibilities, like what, what, what can happen and what comes up, you know, and what you might work through that day. Like, and even just on like a physical level of just moving your body in those ways is like really, um, big because we store so much in our bodies mm -hmm. and, Especially if you were younger and told not to twerk or like not to move your hips like that, or if you're very restricted or if you've been sexually abused, Mm -hmm. you you, like just think about if you got into a car accident 
and you got hit on the left side and then you notice that that person's left shoulder mm-hmm. is higher than the right because mm-hmm. you protect him right yeah. right so just think about that in your womb like you're literally protecting it so yes. those pelvic floor muscles are probably always tight they're never like releasing you probably are like got all kinds of like hamstring stuff going on hip stuff and so when you start to move like that you notice people being like ooh like you know you yep. get them in them stretches they man, like, peace of ooh, mind you know it's the, to answer the question is the possibilities are infinite like that's why I said our circle people be crying people be laughing it's, it's like anything can come up because that's what happens like even in massage they teach you you working on people's bodies you know you're working on people's parts that's like bobby said got a lot of trauma and so they tell us to be we have to ground in because you could start crying you could start like the person you massage and they could start crying not you the massage therapist but the client can begin crying that they can they can start laughing uncontrollably it's energy moving you know and it's like it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't have a look how it comes out it doesn't, it just looks like whatever. Like one woman was in free the cheeks and she burst into tears because she was, it was multiple things for her. It was the fact that her family kept her away from dancing in this manner, you know, and told her, Oh, your body, da, 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 you know? So she was triggered from that. The other thing was that since she hadn't danced in that way, she felt stiff. So she was in her head a lot. She was thinking like, man, I don't look like everybody else, you know? And so we had to like stop the music, stop everything and ch- kind of just ground in and kind of, you know, cater to her. Cause that, that's the thing too with these bitches in these classes and they want to just do these classes. They just ain't shit. You know, you can literally trigger somebody, you know, if you're doing it the right way, you know, but you can trigger somebody. You got to be prepared to deal with that shit. Like, like she got triggered and we stopped everything. We grounded in, we checked in with her and it was, it was beautiful. Like everybody was like, she was crying. Other people started crying. Other people was like, you know, it's okay. And like, it was, it was, it was amazing to see the community around her. But basically it's like, it, it shows up. It's unpredictable. You're going to love this next segment. So whenever we have guests on our show, we have this segment called Oh, you clash it. Oh, you clash it. So because we recognize and appreciate and celebrate the multifaceted woman and believe that it's okay to be classy and ratchet, you can still be elegant and dance to strip club music. We invite you to the Oh, you clash it segment. So Breezy and Bobby, do you take on the challenge? Yeah. yeah what are we doing? I got to get on the table and twerk? No. That's not right. Right. I don't think the listeners could hear you twerk. I can twerk. I can clap these cheeks. For yeah. She really could. I really can't when, tell her, Terry. When, when we get a camera, when we get it, when we Get, when we get our studio set up, we're going to have to have breathing to work on this show. Yeah. Yes, I'm going to clap. I'm going to clap So we have seven questions for you, okay? Mm-hmm. The first one. I don't know. This is going to be... Okay, we'll see. This is going to be easy for you, but what song gets you on the dance floor at the club or party? Ooh. I'm honestly a real... Like, I'm a gangster yeah. music type okay. of girl. Yeah. So, like, stuff like Sada Baby, Geeked Up, Fizzle oh, Dance, stuff like that. I'm one of those ones because I'm... Yeah. Like, I turn into a whole nigga. <laughs> um... But if I'm dance wise, probably like juvenile, back that ass up. I think that's everybody's. Yeah. I think it, that's universal. That's just law. Shake that when monkey that come too on, short. you don't have no chance. Bay Area, Bay Area music, you know, we just a little different. And, and some, I don't know. I'm I'm from here, so maybe that's what it is. But I just be feeling so pulled. If you hear E40 voices, like nigga, go out there, get out there, and show them what you got. Like they just pump you. It just feels good. It's feel good music. So anything black, anything Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So this question is a little different. What's your favorite hairstyle on yourself? Oh, we both got locks. I'm a bun person. I like my hair fun. down. 
because it touched my ass. So, you know, I think I'm the shit. A bitch be looking good, okay? When that hair hit right where them cheeks hit. Oh. <laughs> These niggas can't tell me nothing, man. Y'all are so silly. I'm trying not to laugh over here. All right. What about, um, let's see, which, what's the best compliment you've ever received? Uh, oh, wow. I, I like when people. So many. No, I'm just yeah, no, but I really love when people can see past surface level and see past physical. And like, I'm a, I'm Aquarius, so I'm ruled by a. Uh, Uranus. No, 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 my moon. Tell her. Can't. What? Virgo, Virgo moon. Virgo moon. Yes, my moon is in Virgo, and um, that's ruled by Mercury. But no, I have other stuff that's ruled. Aquarius is intellect, Bobby. Tell them. Tell them. You're, she's astrologer. Okay. So tell them about my what, brain. So what are you trying? Okay, so Aquarius. Okay, so Aquarius is ruled by Uranus. Uranus is a higher octave of Mercury. So basically, it's like a more evolved version of Mercury. Mm-hmm. So it's all about like mental brainiac. Yes. You know, so anybody, and, yeah. And she's an overthinker. She's crazy. And she's if crazy people, girl. and if people comment on my brain, that's my best. My best. I love those compliments. I mean, I'm, I'm a comment like. Bobby's a Leo. Slut. She's a Leo. Leo. So anything you say to me is like, really? Ruled by the what sun. Did you say? <laughs> Leo, like, I, you by can the hate sun. me and be like, I love that. You know, be being fake. And I'd be like, for real? Yeah, because she just. They want the shine. She's ruled by the sun. She wants to shine. You feel me? And I'm a word, like, my love language, like, words of affirmation is probably one of my main love languages. So you'd say anything to me. Touch me and talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) So speaking of touching, who is your bad boy or bad girl crush? Like, who would you like to, like, have touch you? Oh, I had somebody that I really think is... Like celebrity crush? Mm -hmm. Like, he married. (laughs) He married. (laughs) He married. Well, it's a crush. So we're not saying... He's a Leo. Oh, it's his mind. His mind is He's amazing. a Leo. But you can't tell he's just like, he's not a stupid Leo. He probably Leo. has a Virgo. He's Virgo so Mercury. fucking smart. And he don't give a damn. And he's weird. And I'm like, that is so sexy. Like, talking is sexy to me. Like, sapiosexual to the, to the end. Like, literally. Like, I like body type. You know, people probably think like Morris Chisler, some buff nigga. That is not, he's not a crush anymore. Huh? I, you, I am so such an old lady, y'all. But you know, all the women used to drool over like Morris and stuff like that. But brains are beautiful. Like, and if you can convey your thoughts, oh, touch me. Mm-hmm. Touch me, Lakeith. Touch me, Kiki. <laughs> Put your hand on me. I'm with you there. I totally agree with that. What about yeah. you, Bobby? Mm, that's yeah. a hard one. I really, yeah. I'll be like, I'll be she like, like oh, person is cute or whatever, but then I'm like, she if like, I met them in person, I probably wouldn't even. She like, you know can I, I tell them who you like? No. Okay, fine. You're going to tell them. What are you them? talking about? You know who you like. <laughs> who? She like Chris Brown and he's bad. I love Chris Brown, but I'm also see. Okay, see. (laughs) Okay, see. My Venus is in Virgo and I'm a fixer. Yes, she like to fix. And I love, I love, love, love. I love the broken one. Yes, I love them so deeply Mm -hmm. because they need love. They need feminine. They do need some divine. And I am strong enough to handle it. Look at this. I got this. Let me step in. You see? Yeah. Yeah. She wants to just be friends. She loves Chris Brown. I love. Him, but I wouldn't sleep with him. No, no, I, I wouldn't sleep I with would. him. <laughs> he ain't even smart, but 
Like, have you seen him dance? See, yeah. there we go. That's what yeah. pulled you. Exactly. It's that, that the, dance. The brains and the body movement. The brains and the body movement. Which yeah. takes us to our next question, which is an easy one. I feel like we shouldn't even ask them this, but twerk or two step? Oh, wow. both of them. Both. Yeah. Both of them. You could do. Yeah. Do both of them because two step is infinite. You could do anything with that. Yes. You could two step into a twerk. Like yeah. Yeah. First time we got that. I mean, in public. And honestly, like when I'm like in a club setting, I'm more of a two stepper than mm-hmm. a twerker. But the ass move anyway. You know, our hips don't ever stay still. So it's like the same thing. Twerking isn't just bending over on your knees or on the ground. Like it's just literally anything that involves your womb moving around, you know? So you could do both of them. All right. Now we're going to completely veer off. Okay. What's your favorite book? Hmm. That's a good one. There's so many books. Ooh. I loved my mom made me read the uh, from niggas to gods. That's a good one. When I was in school, that's a good one. It it made me feel like that nigga from niggas to gods. That's a good book. It's I've a. Seen it. I'm gonna add it to my list. It's a good book, and like, I like it. I like it because that's that's how I need to be talked to. You know, I need something that I can that's easy to digest. I don't need nothing with too many big words. I gotta have a dictionary with me. I don't mind. I will eventually get there, but talk to me like you know me, you know, and put me on game. That's what niggas resonate with. Like nobody in the hood resonates with y'all doing this wrong and y'all need to get educated. No, nigga, if you, this is why Nipsey was so powerful. I used to you know? have in middle school because that's when we had that book. Yeah, and I had made all these copies of it and gave we gave it to, all to all my friends. friends. <laughs> I just like took it and like made copies of all the pages and I was like you should read this it makes you feel powerful like like, being a young black kid growing up where you know in America bruh and they thought I was crazy I mean they still probably think most people still think I'm crazy self love whatever it's revolutionary Um, and everybody ain't ready there's so many good books man I love man Um, but I'm into a lot of astrology stuff right now so that's all for the moment what about for the moment for the moment, I'm trying to think of what I'm reading right now. I'm reading this book called, it's been taking me a long time, but it's called The Heart of Trauma. And it basically talks about, um, it goes into depth, like through different body parts, like the gut and things like that. And also talks about like how we, uh, how we like are basically have become like a left brain society. That book and is And we really don't good. balance it out. You know, we're not in relational space we're always like goal setting and trying mm-hmm. to get somewhere else and yep. we're never present like, present you know um and we also how how important relate it also talks about how important relationships is like when it comes to healing even childhood it goes so it's kind of like a book for like i guess you could say it's kind of for therapists but because it talks about like how you work with people but it's also just a really good book um i think in general for everybody because it talks about how we need touch and care Mm -hmm. and love like how just how babies they need to be touched when they're born like preemies have a better surviving rate if they're you know touch things like that um all kinds of stuff like that how you know how we um there was this one part of it that was so interesting to me because it was talking about how we put our babies in cribs and we just let them cry and we're already training them to be like cut off from their emotions and like whatever they're feeling and not validating what they feel because if you need to be held then you need to be held like you know Mm -hmm. but when you strip your child away from that that makes them isolated the cry it out method it talks about like how we're like put forcing ourselves into isolation and basically being like you know even just with like how we got all this shit like you don't even have to call a restaurant no more to order your food Mm -hmm. like you don't even have to talk to anybody to order your food Mm -hmm. like how crazy is that that just five years ago you had to like talk 
talk to an actual person to order your food, you know, or like you had to call to get a cab, taxi. You had to visually see somebody, talk to them now. Mm -hmm. Like we can literally just be in a room by ourselves and that's not healthy. So it talks kind of about that kind of stuff and how our, and also about like our subconscious and how, you know, consciously we take in about maybe like seven or eight things in a day, but Mm -hmm. subconsciously we take in like thousands. Yes. Of stimuli. Yes. And it comes out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm adding both of those books to my to my list. Yeah. And lady, we will have that in the show notes yes. so you can add it to your reading list as well. We got you. And last question for you ladies. What's something that many people don't know about you? I'm, I'm really baby. an old man. Yeah, I'm so really old man. an old man. She is. And I'm a baby. I'm Bobby's baby. And you compliment Yeah. Bobby's, no, you know Bobby's, what I told Breezy? I told her that I think in a past life, Bobby I was, was like her sugar daddy. No, I was her sugar daddy. That's why she got to pay for me now. Okay? It came back. <laughs> yes. And so now that I this, really know I... She wholeheartedly is. believe that... I think her name was like... like going on. Yeah. I think her name might have been Bob, she's too. she's like... Mm-hmm. Old man Bob. <laughs> Yeah, no, and people will look at like my Instagram and they they think, think like, we couples. Like, I think this. she the boy. Shut <laughs> up. People have thought that we were a couple. Yeah, but I think that's more so people that are attracted to us and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, and that's usually who and it they'd comes be from. Kind of weird about it or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a lot of people, we we've gotten that I'm the guy, like, and I'm like yeah. the more masculine one. Mm-hmm. Breezy's the feminine one. Um, but what was I saying? She's an old man. I'm a crybaby. So I'm a baby and Bobby's is a... Oh, that's what I was saying. Like, people will look at my Instagram stuff because I dance or things like that. And they used to think, like, oh, she's so wild. Like, she this and that. Like, she they party animals. Yeah. I'll be at home. Like, in my bed. I do not like going she outside. Hell. We went to a 50th birthday party last night and it just took so much Energy. to me like, for me to, like, get up. Bobby like, is born as hell. She got a Taurus moon. Yeah. That's that grounded, earthy born yeah. shit. That is, this has just been so amazing. It, I, yeah. It is. And I'm, and I'm sitting here and I'm like watching the sisterly interaction and feeling like the energy and I'm just loving it. Like, yeah, it's it, it really is amazing to see how the two of you like vibe with one another. Yeah. And I, 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 because I've been to the class, like I've seen it before. And so I would encourage anybody listening, if you are in the Bay Area, to sign up yeah. for Breezy and Bobby's class because one, you need to free your cheeks. Yes. But two, just the community, just the sacred space and energy mm-hmm. that the two of you hold and you bring out of other women that are there. Like, I, yeah, it's just yeah, so it's powerful. powerful. Yeah. Last little side note. Yeah, I think it's really important that people see us in our natural, just mm-hmm. like real. Because, I mean, sometimes me and Breezy, we'd be mad at each other and all kinds of mm-hmm. stuff, but we don't let that stop us from getting work done or doing what we're supposed to do and we work can't. together. Like, there's been times where I didn't walk. Imagine if white people did like, that. We'd be ruining the world right now. <laughs> but Breezy, we just keep going and then I'll come back out at to. the end. You know, we just make it work. And so we if people to. see that and see that you can work with other people and you mm-hmm. don't have to be the same. You can have yeah. differences and you can feel whatever you feel, yeah. but you can still respect and, and hold space. Have, hold the bigger picture in mind. We got to. Even if we are individuals. We have to because ownership is important. That's another thing I want to add. If you're black, try and get some ownership because nigga, we ain't going to be out here. You no, know, if, if we don't 
there's not going to be no more black people in the Bay Area, okay? So try and get ownership. Me and Bobby, we don't have time to be falling out over dumb shit. This is my sister. Imagine if white people fell out with each other over dumb shit. They would not rule the world right now. So, you know, we got to use that same the same methods they use. I mean, they a little cutthroat, but still, like, if they can come together and get shit, they don't share their wealth with us. So, and they probably, I'm sure they have, you know, like, issues where they probably got real shit. They probably fell out over billions of dollars, dollars and shit, but they could still find a way to make money because they know that they trying to stay on top. We got to adapt that same mentality. I just, yeah, we just need to take care of each other. Take care of each other. At the end of the day, we just got to take care of each other. It's it's no matter what you feel about somebody. It's like the movie Fences. He was like, I don't got to like you. Mm -hmm. My duty is to you as to take care of you. We had this end goal in mind. Mm -hmm. I think that's beautiful. We need everyone listening to tune in to the movement that you have. Where can they find you on social media? Tell them, Bobby. Um, so we just uh, revamped a couple things. So our website is freethecheeks.com. Yes. Social media at free.the.cheeks or at we heal different. Um, yeah. And if you need information, if you want to book a private, you want to access questions. Info, All on the website. Info at freethecheeks.com. And we'll add those links in our show notes. And I will be booking a private for my birthday. So I'm going to let you know about that. And what you trying to do? What you trying to do? Got you. Got you. Let's do it. You know we ready. Thanks for joining us today in Her Space. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health, but it is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider. If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HerSpacePodcast, or check out our website at HerSpacePodcast.com. And before we meet again, repeat after me. I will not judge myself for where I'm starting. I'm making progress every day. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week, ladies.